Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up all, Aaron, but not that Aaron here to tell you about Sif Pop Writers Room. For the past several years, there have been a growing amount of writers for SifPop.com providing best ever challenges, movie reviews, themes, legacies, connections, and so much more. Sif Pop Writers Room is where that all comes together, giving a voice to those words that you read. And on the show, every week is excellent, getting to chat such a wide variety of movies with a wide variety of movie lovers, and I'm really having a lot of fun with the show, and I just think that you would too. So check out Sif Pop Writers Room wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll see you over there. Just remember to knock first. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that can see you shivering with Antissa, it's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Saturday mornings are available to download later in your podcast feed, unless of course you're a patron. Patron! <laughs> No, Andrew. <laughs> uh, no, it's patron. What? I just finished it's the patron. anticipation. It's the, the anticipation was killing people. They had to say. <laughs> Patrons get those perks. I'm your host, Aaron Dicer, and he won't believe there's an Avatar sequel till he sees it with his own eyes. It's Andrew Ormsby, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Ahoy. Welcome. Each week we'll chat about movies, TV, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And please welcome our guest this week. Uh, she just hopes the Benoit Blanc sequel isn't called Spoons In. It's Alice is back with us. Welcome. G'day, Uh That is correct. You are now on a first name basis with the Sif Pop audience. You've been here enough. You are just Sif Pop's Alice. Uh, and we are always that's glad exciting. to have you. That's I mean, exciting. We could go Alice Ginevra because that's your full first name, right? Do you usually go it by is, your full first name or just go by Alice? Never. Okay. I've never All gone right. by my first, full first name. In fact, in <laughs> class, I remember um, in school whenever there was 
um, you know, the roll call, it would always, you could tell when you got to my name because mm-hmm. the teachers would pause and be like, you know, John, uh, you know, uh, Katie. And then there'd be a, and I'd be like, just Alice, just Alice. <laughs> it's fine, just Alice. Just Alice it's just Alice. Yeah. That'll work. That'll so, work well. here. so that's fine. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we are excited, uh, by the way, uh, happy new year. As you're listening to this, we're, uh, into 2022. However, we are not even to Christmas of 2021 yet. As we record this, it's the miracle of technology. Um, Mm -hmm. but but we truly living in the future folks. Yeah. Well, you know, even more than usual, you're living in the future. Uh, you know, more than the day ahead. Uh, by the way, (laughs) that's the past. That is the past. Uh, yeah, by the way, uh, Alice, you've got one less shopping day till Christmas than we do. So, um, you know, how's know. that future feeling now? Huh? <laughs> oh, panicky as usual. <laughs> like they say, it's the most stressful time that is it. of the year. <laughs> that, is, that is how it goes. That is the song. I believe you. Uh, so in order, uh, for us to have a show for you for New Year's weekend, we thought we'd pre-record our most anticipated movies episode. So we're going to look at the most uh, anticipated movies of 2022, um, and chat a little bit about what we're looking forward to. We will have a a buried treasure, uh, at the end as well, but we wanted to, uh, start with the most anticipated movies. Here's how we're going to do this. Uh, as in the past, we will each pick at least one anticipated movie from every single month. Then we will have three wild cards that we can intersperse in, uh, making a total of 15 of our most anticipated movies of the year. Now, technically, technically, this might not be our actual 15 most anticipated movies of the year, right? Because we've got to pick one from each month. Some months are going to have more than others. Uh, and that's, you know, it's just like, can we just trade September for another July? You know, (laughs) it's just, nope, that's not how it works here. Uh, once we get through it, we will do, however, our actual top three anticipated movies of the year. We'll count them down number three to number one, and then we will attempt the three of us to agree on the Sift Pop most anticipated movie of 2022. Uh, So that's how it's going to work. I will also have up in front of me a list of the movies that are coming out so that we can, you know, kind of go over some even that aren't on our list, you know, just to make sure we're we're kind of talking about as much as we can. Because there were some that I felt might get left behind that we may even just want to give like a little mention to. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Any questions from anybody? How's everybody feeling about 2022 overall? Looking good? It's there are a few months one. that are just way too cramp packed with stuff. Yeah. I 100% agree. There was, I think it was, was it July? It's July. It was, July is crazy. Yeah, where yeah. I was just like, I was like, how am I meant to pick one? <laughs> like, oh, and May, May for me as well. Yeah. May was insane. Yeah. No, May was yeah. crazy as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, let's get into it. A bit of a start- preview for you folks. That's right. A little bit of a tease. A little bit of a tease. Uh, <laughs> let's get into it and we will kick it off the first month of the year. Not all that jam-packed. Uh, January. Um, let's start with Andrew uh, to kick us off. What is your January uh, pick? Uh, it's Morbius. Okay. I, uh, you know, it's. I'm a sucker. I'm, I'm riding off the, you know, the high from a Spider-Man No Way Home. So uh, it's just one of those. If it's in the Sony Marvel universe right now, I just like. Yeah, bring me back. I'm all for it. So yeah, yeah. Morbius is definitely going to be like my most anticipated to see how or if it ties in 
in any way, shape, or form to any of the previous movies we've seen. It is going to be interesting, and you bring up a good point, and I'm, I'm glad you did here at the start, because we really should talk about what we mean by anticipated, and we all might mean slightly different things, but in general for me, most anticipated are the movies. Like, if you lined up two movies in front of me, the one I want to watch right now most... Yeah. That's my most anticipated. So when I look at these, yeah. I'm looking at through January going, okay, I could watch any of these movies right now. Which one do I put on? Um, and that's kind of how I think about it. Uh, so no, Morbius is a great choice, and you're right. There's there's some real interest there as far as like how is that going to... Because obviously they're building a connected universe kind of on the Sony Marvel side of things as well. So um, yeah. it's, it's going to be a wild couple years trying to figure out the Sony Marvel thing um, and that agreement and that friendship and that kinship. So, uh, but yeah, Morbius comes well, out. Disney will oh. just eventually absorb Sony and all <laughs> will be as I don't know, be, man. perfectly balanced. Sony is a big way. company. With the, amount of money that, with the amount of money that was made off of uh, No Way Home this weekend, yeah. uh, I think they could just buy <laughs> yeah, back. Uh, Literally, like it's 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 almost six hundred million worldwide at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, um, it's insane. But, all, but uh, that's and all. I'm four hundred million. No, I'm. Just... <laughs> maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should research this more. My understanding was that's all Sony's money, though. Marvel doesn't get that money. Marvel gets the like the uh, what what's it called like the toys and franchising mm. and and those kind of things. But mm. as far as like actual box office, I think that's all Sony's. Um, but I could I could be wrong about that. Uh, but anyways, That's right. I, I think uh, as we'll talk about in this year, I'm sure that Marvel has quite a bit of up its sleeve. <laughs> like it's, it's not like they're yeah. lacking in the cash. Yeah, um, I, th- I think for them, they're willing to give Sony those big bucks because they know it, it lands yeah. other big bucks for them down the road. You know, as far as mm-hmm. like Tom Holland being in their movies and them being able to craft what they want to craft for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, um, but yeah, I think Disney gets creative control and then Sony still has, mm. uh, at least the lion's share of the profits, but, um, yeah. but yeah, what about you, Alice? What's well, your January pick? Yeah. So not Morbius, uh, AKA Marvel's Batman movie, uh, literally, <laughs> right. um, no, but I went instead just because uh, I know you don't watch trailers, um, Aaron, but like the trailer, I was like, eh, okay, I'll watch it. But anticipated because I'm very curious is Sesame street, which is apparently yeah. slated for a January release. Oh, and I don't even have that on reasons. my list. Does that have a date or is that just to be yeah, announced? January? No, no, it's got mm. a date for January. It stars Anne Hathaway and Bo Burnham, so that's got me intrigued. And it's by the same people who did the Muppet, like the Muppet movie with Jason Segel and Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I liked that movie. I, I would like a version of that, but for Sesame Street, why not? So that seriously intrigues me, especially because I was one of the... I didn't grow up on the Muppets grow, like as a kid. I grew up on Sesame Street as a kid. So, mm-hmm. um, And then I'm, I'm just wondering, are they finally going to answer the question we all want to know, that Bert and Ernie, did they get together? The will they, won't they? <laughs> will it be finally resolved? I thought, I thought the question we all wanted to know was how do you get to Sesame Street? Like, were they finally going to tell us, you know, like how we actually Maybe. get there? I think um, the plot revolves around Sesame Street going missing. And then I think Anne Hathaway's like a historian, like a Sesame Street historian or something. Um, so that actually is the question similar. of the movie. Yeah. Can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street is yeah, actually I, the plot of this movie. Uh, that's I'm sure there's a line. I'm sure it's got the line in there somewhere. They so, will yeah, not, I'm very intrigued. They will not address Bert and Ernie, but we all know. We all understand. <laughs> We all understand. Uh, okay, so mine is Scream. 
I'm really excited about this new Scream movie, and I think it's just because every time I I count I count out the Scream uh, franchise, it always interests me in some way when they the new ones come out. So they are they haven't been great, but I just get the feeling this feels. Obviously, they're naming it the same as the original. Um, I just feel like the meta ness here is going to be really fun uh, and interesting. So I had Scream, which comes out on the 14th uh, of January. Also out in January, the 355, um, which is mm. like an action oh, yeah. spy film. Um, there's the hotel filmmakers behind that made me go geek. Yeah, uh-huh. see if it's uh-huh. any good. <laughs> uh, hotel Transylvania, Transformania. Um, Oh, why didn't I think of that? No, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cyrano is out in January. I, that's actually be, that's actually technically already out in a 2021 movie, but it goes wide in January. Um, and then the only other thing I saw was an Adam Sandler movie called Home Team, or at least from his company, which is like Kevin James, uh, Taylor Lautner, um, and it seems to be about uh, a football team. So there you go. January. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, all right. We can quickly move on to February. Um, Alice, what is your February pick? Oh, I should have said, does anybody have any uh, any wild cards in January? <laughs> no. no. <Okay>. Nope. <laughs> what is your February pick, uh, Alice? It is Death on the Nile. Yeah. I love uh, Agatha Christie. and. Yeah. Actually, Death on the Nile is my favorite book, so I'm very excited oh. for it to get like properly adapted. Because um, I know it had like a poire. I know it had an obviously back in the day adaptation, but it was meh. It wasn't as good as the original Murder on the Orient Express, and I it had one of those like episodic Poirot ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am excited for this because the cast minus one obvious. Let's not talk about him. <laughs> looks amazing. Um, Kenneth Branagh obviously returning. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a really cool mystery. So I, I'm sure it's going to look like amazing. And Murder on the Orient Express was really, really good. So I'm hoping that this is also yeah. very good. Yeah, this will be oh. this will be my third year in a row uh, having that death. You're, that is your <laughs> most anticipated. Yes, that I'm having it on my most anticipated movie list. Uh, <laughs> death on the Nile for me as well. Um, man, that Murder on the Orient Express was so good. And Kenneth Branagh yeah. uh, continues to uh, prove he's an amazing director, including possibly, you know, uh, being in the awards race this year with Belfast. Uh, so, mm. so yeah, Death on the Nile, I hope, will continue to carry that on. I'm very, very excited about it. I cannot wait uh, to watch it. So, yeah, that has to to win my February. What about you, Andrew? No, yeah, it's definitely going to be yeah, Death on the Nile. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, like Aaron, I have been excited for this movie for years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was surprised with how much I loved uh, Murder on the Orient Express, uh, just because whenever before this, I, I liked Kenneth Brenna enough. You know, it was just I didn't see him as the Agatha Christie type of you know movie director or anything like that. I saw him more as the Shakespearean director, but. He nailed it. Not only did he nail the directing, but he is amazing as the IQ. Yeah. It's he's so good. It so and the vibrancy of colors and uh like the set design that was on Murder in the Orient Express, it just gets me that much more hyped for the possibilities of Death on the Nile. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh well there you go. Clean sweep for February, Death on the Nile. Anybody have want to use a wild card for February? Yep. All right, Andrew, with a wild card, what do you got? Uncharted. Yeah, I wondered. Mm. Yeah, uh, 
I love these. The game series is amazing. Yes, it is basically a parkour version of Indiana Jones. I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Uh, it's it's Tom Holland and Marky Mark. So it's 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 got to be good, right? Can they can <laughs> they make an official, definitive, great video game movie? I don't know. They've man. made really good ones, but they haven't made a great one yet. You know? Yeah. Uh, I would I would say they have. As what's the, I'll what's the great in one? April. No, oh. no, you'll find out in April. Well, uh, you'll mention a good one that they've made in April, um, or a good one that they're making. We'll find out. Never mind. Uh, we'll find. Yeah, out. exactly. You'll find uh, out. I am also excited for Uncharted. I love Tom Holland. I think he's great. Um, I, I hope it's amazing. Uh, it is. Uh, I, I thought about putting it on my list, but I just uh, there just weren't enough slots. And um, yeah, but I am excited about it. Yeah, same. There was another one in uh, February I was thinking about putting on my list, but it ran out. I can't which remember one? which one it was, but I'm so sure, I'll go through some I'm of sure them. you're going to run through them. Uh, yeah. February 4th is Moonfall, um, which is a Roland Emmerich disaster movie, which I'm always down for. I hope it's good. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy disaster movies. They're a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, Jackass Forever is also on the 4th, which <laughs> honestly, genuinely, those guys are funny. Like, you know, it's yeah. it's it's one of those things I can't help but laugh. Um so, uh, so yeah, that's on the fourth, and then on the eleventh, Rumble. Uh, with death, what's that? Rumble. What about Rumble? No, I was gonna, I was just saying that's another movie that's coming out in February. <laughs> ah, yeah, actually, I don't have that on my list. Uh, Rumble. Oh, does it have a date? Uh, February 9th. Okay, interesting. It's the big, it's the big like animated like DreamWorks was like, what if we took our animation studio, and we made a WWE movie with monsters. So it, it looks like a fun kids movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look. Everything I see says 2021. Did it already come out? Or I think maybe so. It got, yeah. Maybe it got I, pushed. I don't know. I'm trying to. Maybe it's doing one of those limited and um, then bigger releases. I don't know. Releases. I'm not uh... seeing... I'm not seeing an official date on this one anywhere. Yeah. Well, now it's saying uh, December 15th. So thanks. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to movieweb.com. <laughs> thanks for lying. You know what I should have done? I, you know what? I'll do this next year. I will do this. Now. I should have just sent you guys the link I use, which is the IMDb or not IMDb. Oh. But no, no, no. The Wikipedia link oh. because the Wikipedia uh, has like a a list of all movies that come out and are scheduled to come out, and it's updated really quickly. So anytime mm. something moves, it's updated on this list within hours. Um, and so uh, this is this is kind of what I use the for movie official insider. I looked yeah. at the movie insider list because I wanted to make sure that I was looking at American twenty two releases, not yes, Australian twenty two releases. Fair point. Release. Fair point. Uh, here's what else I have: uh, Marry yep. Me um, and Blacklight. Uh, those are both out on the same day as Death in the Nile. Um, on the same day as Uncharted, which is the eighteenth, you've got a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming out. Um, a movie on Disney Plus called Sneakerella, um, which is an updated <laughs> version of Cinderella. Uh, Apple TV Plus has Luck, which is a computer animated fantasy comedy um, that is coming out. And then uh, The Outfit, which is an American crime drama, uh, also comes out. Mark Rylance, I think, is in that one. So that's February. Uh, All right, March. Let's take a look at March. Uh, I guess I kicked this one off. Uh, The the Batman. 
uh, is going to be my most anticipated of March. So much uh, interesting happening here. I mean, DC just doing whatever they want to do with Batman, you know? Um, We'll have a Joker movie that's completely unrelated. We'll have a separate universe uh, that's completely unrelated. But here's Robert Pattinson, and he's this this Batman. It's like, okay, I'll watch that Batman. Uh, I like. I think this is the direction DC should go. They shouldn't try and force a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. They should just make amazing versions and stories for these characters. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it sounds like, uh, from what I can tell, that it's going to be, um, you know, a completely kind of new... Uh, look at the character and that it you know there may be sequels and all that kind of stuff so i'm i'm excited i would definitely this is definitely one that's high on my anticipation list uh, yeah this is year two of young bruce wayne being batman so he doesn't have all the fancy gadgets he's still pretty rough around the edges It, it looks really really good uh so is that your choice as well andrew oh yeah uh alice what about you well, I figured that it would be talked about by you guys, so I didn't go in that direction. Um, also, because I feel like maybe I've got Batman like uh, exhaustion, or th- yeah. yeah, fatigue. Like we've all, we've had it's like when Spider Man was being reintroduced after we just had the Amazing Spider Man. So in that, if it's great, I'll love it. I'm totally on board with that. But I'm just like, oh, we've just had like three of them. Do we need another one? Mm-hmm. And this one looks so dark and gritty. Anyway, we've talked about. It. I'm sure. Um, Robert Pattinson's good. The cast looks good. I'm just, I don't have that like pull. Not to say I won't be there opening night, but my most anticipated is Turning Red. It's the Pixar film for nice. the for the month, um, yeah. because it's Pixar. Don't mm-hmm. think I need to speak much on that, but what the, I will. Um, <laughs> the reason is I think the animation style, like it looks like they're doing another like different kind of animation style, similar to what they did with Luca, where it's not just your traditional Pixar, which looks mm-hmm. interesting, and it looks like a really fun silly story like again like unlike pixar has done before so i'm very very intrigued to see what it's like because even watching the trailer like until you know if i didn't read pixar on the poster i would almost believe it's not pixar mm-hmm. so yeah i'm very very intrigued the uh, director is domi shi and she has contributed to like inside out incredibles 2 toy story 4 she also, her first directing for Pixar was for uh, Bao, the short Bao, if you remember uh, that oh. one about the dumpling. So, so uh, it is a lot like Luca, yeah. like so, in terms of the progression. And that's kind of how Pixar works a lot of times. Uh, their mm. directors come from in-house. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, Domi Shi uh, has, has been there at Pixar for, for several years. And uh, this is her first feature uh, as director. And she also uh, partially wrote the screenplay as well with uh, Julia Cho. Hmm. Um, well, Bao so. made me cry, so yeah, this, <laughs> that's a good one. This could make me cry. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, turning red is March 11th. Um, all right, so anybody using uh, any kind of wild card no. in March? All right, nope. nobody wants to claim Downton Abbey a new era. Um, Still no? never seen a single episode of the show. Still got a season left to watch the show. <laughs> oh, you do? You have watched some Downton Abbey? Oh, yeah, I've watched up until season five. And I just, um, because what happened was, again, a little bit of insight into how Australia works. Sometimes the the, when back when people watched actual TV, Mm -hmm. they would just 
stop showing things for no reason because screw you Australians apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically it was just, yeah, it just, there was no way for me to watch the final season and then it just, now however many years have passed. So eventually I'll get back to it and finish it. But I got up to that. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge Downton Abbey fan. I loved the movie uh, that they put out. I thought it was a, a real great continuation of the story. And so I am excited for this, but no, it did not make my anticipation list. Uh, let's see. You've also got uh, Paramount putting out The Lost City, um, which is a Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum movie. Um, so that might get some buzz. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe in that as well. It's kind of an action adventure romantic comedy. Um, so that could be a lot of fun. Um, you know it- what? I'll say this. The Lost City looks amazing. Does it? It was really, it was really mm. close to making my list. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's it's a uh, like a she uh, Sandra Bullock plays like a uh, a romance like adventure you know like those old Fabio kind mm-hmm. of novels, and uh, Channing Tatum plays the Fabio like the Fabio art character, and then they decide to both go on a real adventure. Oh, nice! So it it does look really really funny. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm always down for a good comedy. And then uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once uh, is an A24 film that's coming out March 25th. Uh, appears to be sci-fi um, and uh, and definitely, you know, A24, something I'll take a look at. Michelle Yeoh. Oh, it's uh, Michelle Yeoh, so yeah, not fine. Uh, right, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Yeah. And Jenny Slate, I noticed as well. Um, all Ooh. right. Let's move into April, shall we? Uh, we're back to you, Andrew. What is your most anticipated of April? The Northmen. Oh, okay. That's the Robert Edgers yes. one, right? Yeah, your favorite director. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. If by favorite you mean uh, not favorite. Yeah. No, I actually really like Robert Eggers. Uh, uh, unlike Aaron, I thoroughly enjoyed Lighthouse, and I really oh, like the Vivitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Aaron's side with this. Yeah, um, my bias towards my ancestral heritage. You sure. Know yeah. About. But no, I mean it. Look, if anything, please admit that you think Robert Eggers is a visual uh, director. Like he makes beautiful movies. I think. You know? I think if you were to take his frames from his movies and put them in actual frames and hang them in your house they would be incredible yes um mm. yeah i don't know that i even think he uses his visual skill well but he definitely is uh he is talented he has a talented eye uh for sure yeah 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 um stars alexander skarsgård one of my favorite actors anya taylor joy willem dafoe nicole kidman ethan hawk and bjork yes oh yeah. yes that's that is a great cast. I, obviously, I watch this. I watch pretty much everything. Um, but uh, but yes, with Robert Eggers writing and directing, uh, I'm, it's definitely not high on my anticipated list. Uh, it's Alice. about a Viking revenge thriller. How could he possibly make it boring? He'll find a way. <laughs> but you you would ask. We'll see. Uh, Maybe okay. he'll actually make an exciting movie for once. Uh, you never Maybe. know. <laughs> Andrew's okay. about to kill we'll us see. both. Uh, <laughs> You don't know that. <laughs> it's true. You can't see me. Who says I'm even still by my microphone? I'm That's be right. on my way That's right. right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, Alice, what do you got in April? 
Well, as I was talking about, there has been a great video game movie, and that was Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah. I loved that movie. I know it's not, like, actually great, but I really, really loved it. Mostly, not mostly, significantly because of Jim Carrey's return to Jim Carrey-ness, which is why I'm so excited (laughs) for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming in April, because um, of all that I've mentioned, plus I think that they did well in that it is still a f- enjoyable film the first one but it's got like lots of adherence to the video game in a way that makes sense mm-hmm. um also because my partner and all his friends are like big video game nerds so inadvertently i have learned a lot about it um and also because idris elba's gonna be knuckles which is yeah. like a whole thing um yeah, and, and so I'm very excited, especially because Knuckles is an echidna, which is an Australian um, animal. So, yay. <laughs> yay, Australia. But no, I'm very and excited. Just, and just like Sonic looking absolutely nothing like a hedgehog, Knuckles looks absolutely nothing like an echidna. There you exactly. go. Exactly. But I'm just, the trailer came out and it looked so funny i i was just like yes i'm so here for this and if they do it right like they could genuinely have a sonic like trilogy or like series sure. on their hand that it, that's just fun so yeah that's my most anticipated for april for I, sure i do not blame you for that choice uh if again if it hadn't been such a packed year i might have uh, used uh sonic the hedgehog as a, a wild card uh, because i really did enjoy that first movie i i really loved jim carrey kind of falling uh, back into just how incredible he is at over-the-top characters like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'm with you. I'm with you. But, no, three Aaron? different three different choices in April. This is amazing. Uh, so we've got the Northman Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I actually went with – this may surprise some people. It kind of surprises me, actually. But I, if, if I were to look at all these movies and be like, that's the one I want to see right now, this is the one. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent – Uh, is the one I'm going with. Uh, This is an action comedy starring Nicolas Cage as... That comes out Nicolas Cage. Yes, April 22nd is where it's slotted right now. Um, Okay, I'm I'm using that as one of my uh, wild cards and I'm deleting another one coming up. Okay, fair (laughs) enough, fair enough. Yeah, I... Forget Uncharted. Forget (laughs) Uncharted. It's now... All right. Okay, cool. Because uh, I did. I thought that came out a different month, so. No, uh, I have it on April 22nd currently. And, you know, we should we should say, honestly, and you know <laughs> this if you've lived through the last few years, all of this is flexible. <laughs> if you're listening to this in hindsight, maybe like you were the last two times and you're going, that movie never came out. Yes, we understand. That does happen sometimes. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yes, the unbearable weight of massive talent seems so right up my alley with Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. Um, yeah, this this one could be a lot of fun. You've also got Pedro Pascal in there, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Tiffany Haddish. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what this one is all about. Yeah. Uh, also in April, you've got uh, The Contractor, um, Ben Foster, uh, Jillian Jacobs in that, Easter Sunday, um, which is a comedy coming up from uh, Jay Chandreskar. Uh Then you've got Ambulance, which is a new Michael Bay action thriller, um, in case you wanted another Michael Bay movie. Uh, it's based on the 2005 Danish film of the same name uh, called Ambulance. Disney Plus has Chippendale Rescue Rangers. 
There is a Fantastic Beasts movie that comes out in That's April. That's my wild card. That's one oh, of my wild cards. Oh, I forgot to ask. I'm so sorry, Alice. That's okay. Talk I figured on I'd it. just wait and then Yeah, no, yeah, talk so, on it. Okay, so anyone that knows me knows that I am one of, if not the, well, not the, but one of the biggest Harry Potter fans ever. Like, I'm part of the generation that was devi- defined by Harry Potter. I grew up as the movies came out. I read all the books. I've seen the play, all the things. I have several copies of the books um and obviously as more harry potter came out when the fantastic beast movies were released i was like yeah i'm on board yeah let's watch it and the first one was pretty good and the last one was awful it was one of the worst films i've ever seen in my entire life crimes of grindelwald was terrible terrible i don't know what drugs jk rowling was on clearly all of them based on her past experience or past like life whatever but anyway but I'm interested in this one because a the trailer came out and that they knew what they were doing. They like <laughs> appeal to your Harry Potter like nice. nerd fandom mm-hmm. at first. The first like two minutes of the trailer is just like remember how much you love Harry Potter. Look at all these things and remember when you were sorted into your own house. And I'm a Gryffindor by the way, for anyone wondering. Oh, good um, and my my partner's a Slytherin, so you know we make it. Oh work. wow. Um, okay. <laughs> but anyway, but the trailer looks amazing. I obviously like love Harry Potter so seeing it did incite all those feelings but the trailer for the last one looked amazing and it was like I said awful however the reason why this is my wild card is because I checked JK Rowling did not write the screenplay for this like she did the last two because I think they probably Mm. like "Mm, let's not have her do it instead they brought back the person who wrote the screenplays for all the Harry Potter movies and I love all of them. So that gives me a lot and like a lot of excitement because him and David Yates did some like he they did from Order of the Phoenix till Death um, mm-hmm. Deathly Hallows Part Two, and they were all amazing. So this could be the one that finally brings it back on track and actually creates something fantastic. In which case, when I go through a rewatch, I will watch number one, I'll skip number two, and then I'll watch the rest. So yeah. There's my context. <laughs> nice. Uh, Steve Cloves is the name yeah. of the the screenwriter yes. uh, who did those. And, of course, David Yates uh, directing. Um, so, yeah, you know what? You've given me a little bit of hope, too. I, I kind of written off this uh, this franchise quite a bit, but uh, maybe they'll find a way to salvage something out of it. There maybe. are characters in this franchise I really like. I just It doesn't feel me like too. it knows how to use them very well. Um, so... So yeah, so that's Fantastic Beasts, uh, and that is uh, one of your wild cards. So that you've got that on your yes. list. Uh, let's see, Universal has a uh, CG movie called The Bad Guys uh, coming out that month, uh, where Sam Rockwell, Mark Maron, Craig Robinson, and Anthony Ramos uh, Ramos uh, play those. And then let's see, Sixty Five is an American science fiction fiction thriller. Um, and Adam Driver is in that one, so that might be interesting. Ooh. A sci-fi thriller with Adam Driver in April. And uh, Martin Campbell brings us Memory, uh, an action thriller film. Um, so we'll see what that one's about. Benedict Wan is in that. Benedict Cumberbatch is in that. Uh, all the Benedicts uh, hanging out. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. I, I was accidentally reading next month's um <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, Monica Bellucci, movie. Liam uh-huh. Neeson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam <laughs> yeah. Neeson, Guy Pierce. That's what I meant to say. Uh, let's move on to May. Well, actually, actually, uh, before we move on, I thought there was, I'm not going to lie, I thought Aaron was going to have a, uh, a, a wild card here with a movie called 13 Lives. Yeah, I don't, again, I, I'm not seeing that on the official list, so I'm not sure. This is coming out April 15th. 
It's Ron Howard's new movie, starring Colin Farrell, Viggo Mortensen, Joel Edgerton. It's about the uh, the rescue mission for the mm-hmm. so- Thailand soccer. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember hearing about it. It's definitely something I'll be interested in. Probably still wouldn't have made my list, but yeah, I'm not. Mm. I'm not seeing that uh, on this list in front of me. So that's that's why I didn't mention it. Um, yes, and feel free to let me know if there's ones that uh, you find are coming out that uh, that I don't mention. Uh, all right, let's move into May, and I think we are at Alice kicking us off in May. Uh, what is? I your... would be surprised if we don't all have the same one, which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of I, Madness. I would be surprised no. if we do all have the same one, honestly. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, true. Yeah, it is stacked. I just yeah. my other two wild cards for this month as well. <laughs> That's right. Well, I will so, say yeah. it, Doctor Strange is my wild card, but uh, okay, it's not my number okay. one. Well, uh, Doctor Strange is mine. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness stars Benedict Wan, Benedict Cumberbatch. All the Benedicts uh, are in this one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've already said this before. Uh, yeah. yeah, next Marvel movie. We have to wait till May six. I wonder if after this year, it's going to feel like a crazy wait to wait that long for a Marvel movie because we've had one every couple months for like, you know, the the last little bit here. So it's it's kind of. I think we have it's going to go. Shows coming out. Yeah. Uh, do we? Yeah, there. I mean, there are. I mean, they've got um, Hawkeye right now. Oh, well, I'm saying like of that. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a pretty big gap for the movies. I don't know if there's going to be any shows that. I oh, just I was. Forgot about I was thinking tie-in. Book of uh, Boba Fett um, is coming. I think there is something. <laughs> uh, yes, not Marvel. <laughs> I know. That's what it's I'm saying. Marvel. I was like, oh, Book of Boba Fett is coming out. Oh, wait, that's not Marvel. Um, so yeah. yeah. Uh, no, not at this point. There are no Marvel shows coming. out. I don't out know if She Hulk or Moon Knight came out during that time. No, so. no. I can see them being like cameoed in some other show first, or mm-hmm. or like Multiverse of Madness, and then having their episodes come out. Right. Um, yeah. But no, Doctor Strange. I am so excited for this one, especially after Spider Man, and to see what happens. I'm not going to say anything, obviously, but just because this is the next one and it deals with the multiverse and um, if you haven't seen What If, you should probably brush up now and (laughs) I am so excited also because Doctor Strange, like I am a big, big Benedict Cumberbatch fan. Um, You know, this isn't visual, but for Aaron and uh, Andrew's point of view, this is my wallpaper. I I feel like I've shown (laughs) you guys before, but I have met him. He is one of my biggest like Ah, celebrities, um, like actors and stuff. So no, and then obviously they're bringing in, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, and it's going to deal with the multiverse. And oh my goodness, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Obviously, uh, Marvel is an is an obvious one for uh, for me as well. Uh, it is my choice for this month um, in a stacked month. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. Mar- Marvel's, you know, they've got my number right now, and uh, and that's just that is what it is. But Andrew, tell us uh, what yours is. Highway to the danger zone. That's right. Uh, I'm going with Top Gun 2. Top Gun Maverick, uh, also out in May, May 27th. Why is this more anticipated for you than both Doctor Strange and uh, John Wick 4, which we will, I'm sure, talk about here shortly? Yeah. uh, Well, maybe it's just a recency thing, but I already feel like I saw a Doctor Strange movie. (laughs) So (laughs) Sure. So, yeah, coming off the heels of the new Spider-Man movie was very much also a Doctor Strange movie. And I love the first Top Gun movie. So seeing, like, the the live or the 
the real practical effects that this movie is going to deal with, with like jet fighters and stuff like that. I just cannot wait. It's going to be so honestly, I think this will be a really groundbreaking movie as far as like visual effects go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm very excited for it as well. There were just too many movies, uh, for me to put it on my list. Yeah. Um, May's May's stack. Do we all have wild cards in May? Do we, do, I have, like I said, my other two wild cards are May ones. So. Yeah, yeah. And you already mentioned, Andrew, that you have uh, Doctor Strange as one of your wild cards. Um, yeah. I'll just go uh, ahead and, and bring us into John Wick Chapter 4 then. That is definitely one of my wild cards. Um, I don't know about everybody else. but What's uh, your main one, though? Uh, yeah, you haven't mentioned your main one. I did. I said it was Aaron. Doctor Strange. I said that mine oh, was okay, mine was okay. also Doctor Strange, and then uh, ah. and yeah, and then we went. Oh, to I thought Andrew. you said that you'd be surprised if we all didn't have different ones. So I assumed after you said that that Doctor no, Strange I was going to be surprised one, so. if Doctor Strange was yours. That's that that would have surprised mm. me. I thought yours would be John Wick, but um, mm. but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Top Gun makes sense as well. Uh, mm. John Wick Chapter Four is I don't know. I, I've had diminishing returns with John Wick, yet at the same time, it's always a blast to watch those movies. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not. That's me over loving the first one so much that I I can't help but want them to meet that level again, and and they just keep falling short for me. So, um, but you know, yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. John Wick is my is my number three wild card, um, mm-hmm. and I'm the opposite in that I think for me I've loved them more as they've come out. Like I think three is my favorite. Oh nice. Um, because some of the stunts in that are insanely amazing mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just so exciting and I just kind of love how as the sh- movies go on Keanu Reeves is like I'm getting too old for the mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just sense yeah. that but he's still like amazing in it. Yeah, I'm just this is this is Keanu. This is what Keanu needs mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Totally. Um so I'm very yeah, I'm very very excited for John I'm Wick actually in both of your camps because I'm with Aaron in the fact that I think the story of John Wick is having diminishing returns. But with Alice, I think as the movies go on, the stunts that are being performed in these movies keep getting better and better. Mm-hmm. No, I agree so with if that. If they too. can find a way to too. if they can elevate the story in John Wick 4 exactly to be just as good as the stunts that I can only imagine they're going to put on screen then it might it has the potential to be one of the best Mm -hmm. i agree i agree uh did you have it for um a wild card in uh in may andrew no okay my my last wild cards in july okay okay so um so did you had dr strange as a wild card did you what was your other wild card uh alice um it is legally blonde three nice oh i love yeah, I, I love Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde is like a sneaky good movie where I feel like so many people just kind of set it aside as, your, you know, one of your many O's rom-coms of that era. Mm-hmm. But it is so, there are so many great moments in it. I mean, Legally Blonde 2 is all right, but like Legally Blonde is just mwah, chef's kiss. But um, <laughs> And so I'm very excited for Legally Blonde 3 because Reese is coming back. I have a like with these sort of 20 years later sequels, sometimes 
they're good. Sometimes they're not as good. But I feel like this one, it's really going to be about capturing the heart of Legally Blonde, especially with where Reese Witherspoon's gone with her career since then, with her production company, with like the themes that she explores in the movies, with the script she specifically chooses. Um, so I think this is really going to be about kind of that, you know, like more feminist look not that it wasn't but even more so Mm -hmm. um and then obviously looking you know potentially at kind of what happens when you know looks start to fade or or that sort of thing and um and and it is just about brains and that sort of thing but i'm just to be honest i just really really love legally blonde and i'm very excited to see what they do with legally blonde three nice well i mean she hasn't aged since you yeah, know that's true so saying that diminishing you know looks and stuff I'm like she she looks exactly the same as she did in the first legally blonde so yeah, yeah. I'm, i mean yeah. i'm sure they'll add some aging makeup so she looks regular no, I'm no. But, um, but no honestly but- i'm with you i think legally blonde is a sneaky good movie it's mm. one of those movies like you look at the premise and you're like oh it's just gonna be a fun it's gonna be one of those mm. dumb ditzy movies no it has something to say and it's acted really well it's it's a good movie yeah, plus it has one of the greatest, like, climactic courtroom scenes. Oh, it's just, you just want to be like, You yes! jumped in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> you jumped in the shower. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, so good. I, I, I like it as well. I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, uh, but I do like the Legally Blonde movies. So, I yeah, I think that's a fine pick. That actually only leaves two movies, as far as I can see, that we didn't talk about. Uh, one is DC League of Super Pets, um, which is a uh, an animated movie where, I guess, incorporates the DC characters with pets. So... You know, enjoy. No, there's a lot of animal. There's a lot of animal characters in DC's universe, so they're all going to team up. Nice, like Crypto the dog. You know, Superman's dog and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it. The cast is named like it's The Rock, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Vanessa mm-hmm. Bayer. Like it's you know, Keanu Reeves, Thomas Middleditch, Mark Merritt. Like it's a that's a big old cast. So it'll be interesting to see what that does. Uh, and then another animated movie, the Bob's Burgers movie. Uh, also comes out in May. Uh, all right, moving on to June. I believe it is my turn to go first. Um, yep. So my pick for June is Lightyear. Should not be Me a surprise too. to anyone. Um, although I didn't talk about the Pixar movie in uh, uh, March or whenever it was, Turning Red, uh, I do want to talk about Lightyear. I'm so excited to see what they're doing here. I have a sneaking suspicion this movie is going to be all kinds of amazing. Um, Chris Evans seems so excited about it. Like, he just can't wait for people to see where this movie goes. The concept, though a little bit hard to grasp, like you have to kind of over-explain it to understand what's going on here, is actually really, really smart. It's basically a movie that exists within the Toy Story world. So, like, the Toy Mm. Story toy, like the Buzz Lightyear toys... This is the movie that inspired those toys. Um, so, yeah. So, it's it's kind of interesting in that way. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. So, yeah, Lightyear is, is clearly uh, my most anticipated for June. Um, and I think Alice said it was hers as well. Yeah, it is. It's mine as well. And because, um, again, I, I know you don't watch trailers, Aaron, but the mm-hmm. trailer for this looks... Oh, my goodness. Just, oh, really? Good. That's good news. Oh, it just... Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it, Andrew, but oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Like, the the way in which they've animated, obviously, the Lightyear character, but just everything around him in space is just... This is going to be that next 
this is the next step for Pixar. This is them, you know, they've probably put their best animators on it. This is them flexing their muscles. Uh, it looks and, – and the thing is when this was announced, I, I was one of the people who rolled my eyes and was like, really? Okay. Just like I did when Toy Story, you know, 3 was announced and when Toy Story 4 was announced. But every time I've been like, oh, my goodness, why are they so good at this? How dare they? And so mm-hmm. all I can say is in Pixar we trust. <laughs> so yeah. I'm very, very excited. Uh, Andrew, what about you? Why it didn't, I didn't tell you – I'll tell you why it didn't make my wild card. It's because for some reason – I'm still struggling with the fact that Chris Evans is Buzz Lightyear, not Tim Allen. <laughs> I know that it's you know Tim Allen is the voice of the toy, mm-hmm. and that Chris Pine or Chris Pine, Chris Evans is the voice of the movie character. But for some reason, in my head, I, I just keep going. But Tim Allen's Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> so, but I I don't want that to come across that I'm not excited for this movie because I am. No, I totally understand, and it's weird. My brain does weird things too. Like when you talk about it, it's like not only is Chris Evan the voice of Lightyear in this movie, he's also an actor that must exist in the Toy Story universe for him to be the voice of this character in this movie. Mm. Because if it's yeah. a movie in that universe, then it is voiced by a voice actor. Unless, yeah. unless we're saying this is a live action movie in this universe that he is voicing and we're only seeing it computer generated because we're watching a computer generated movie. These are the important questions uh, that, that we must answer eventually. No, I so. mean, seriously, it's like they're going to make a, a Woody movie mm-hmm. voiced by Walton Goggins, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, but, but Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks. But I wonder my, if they'll my... have at the end, like the end frame will be... Like, you know, it, like it pulls out and we see the toys watching the movie on right. the TV or yeah. something. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Cool. Um, no, uh, but my pick for June is Jurassic Park Dominion. Yeah. Mm. And I, I shouldn't have this much hope because <laughs> Fallen Kingdom was so horrible. And this is what I think, Aaron, whenever uh, Fallen Kingdom came out, this was our biggest negative with not only Fallen Kingdom, but the way that the Jurassic Park franchise has gone. Mm-hmm. In that the what really made Jurassic Park so incredible, it was a it was a battle between nature and knowledge. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the the dinosaurs had millions of years of evolutionary hunting prowess built in them. And it was up to the humans to use their superior knowledge to try and survive. But what's happened with the with the franchise over the years is that the people in these movies have become unbearably dumb. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. whenever you have this, like making stupid, stupid choices to where <laughs> it it you have no desire or any like a uh, tension built into the movie to want to see these people survive. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the reason why you loved Alan Grant and uh, Ian Malcolm and uh, Ellie was because they were smart and you're like, Oh gosh, these people are so smart. I want them to survive. You know, come on humanity. Come on humanity. You can do it. But lately it's been like, come on dinosaurs, just eat the stupid people, <laughs> eat all these stupid people. Yep. Yeah. So, but the uh, I, again, you guys don't watch trailers, or Aaron doesn't watch trailers, but the visuals in this one mm. look really good. Uh, I, I really am waiting for the day that they go back to like half animatronic, half uh, mm-hmm. you know CGI. 
But this, mm-hmm. it, it does look all CGI, but it, it looks real good. That looks real good. This is your Fantastic Beasts, uh, Andrew, where you're just like, the last one was awful, but maybe yes. this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I heard that's that exactly too. Right. Definitely heard that as well. Uh, I don't have a lot of hope in this movie. I, I certainly <laughs> anticipate it, though. Uh, and it, it, mm-hmm. I did consider it for most anticipated because even though I don't have a lot of hope, if you put it in front of me, there are certainly I would certainly choose to pop that in over a lot of the other ones mm. on this list because I'm so curious about what it might look like. Um, so Jurassic World Dominion. Anybody have any uh, wild cards from this month? You're all out of wild cards, aren't you, Alice? You already used all three of yeah, yours? Yeah, I'm, tap- I'm tapped out. I'm right. tapped out of wild cards. Andrew, did you have a wild card from June? No, my last one's in July coming up. So I have two wild cards left. I am not using one this month, although it is killing me not to use one on Elvis. I am so excited about this Elvis movie on June 24th. Um, Baz Luhrmann uh, doing a movie about the life of Elvis with Tom Hanks in yeah. what might be his first kind of scuzzy role like it's it's just it, it's going to be interesting to see like you know um him kind of transition into this you know character actor that I think he wants to do for you know mm. kind of the later stage of his career and so I'm kind of kind of pumped to see this one so yeah Elvis is is definitely high on my list uh, also out in June, The Black Phone, uh, which is a Scott Derrickson uh, movie, uh, Blumhouse and Universal teaming together. Ethan Hawke is in that, uh, and that looks like a horror film. And then Shotgun Wedding, um, which uh, appears to be a comedy, a rom-com, so with uh, Jennifer Lopez yeah. and Josh du- uh, Duhamel. So. The Black Phone looks really good. I Does watched, it? Uh, again, yeah, the trailer for that came out, and it looks like it could be one of those really fascinating horrors. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I totally agree, because it's it, it as the trailer started, I'm like, okay, this is going to be your typical, you know, kidnapping, mm. get out. And then the trailer takes a turn, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> What's yeah. going on here? It, it's definitely got uh, some, like, it vibes. It's got some, you know, like, kind of like yeah. it crossed with like hereditary like yeah. feeling yeah well i don't like either of those movies so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well me and andrew will like it then uh, absolutely as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's move into July. I think we're back to Andrew kicking us off. Uh, welcome to the month where you want five movies, uh, but you can only have... Yes. Uh, well, you can have two. I could have three if I wanted. We'll see what happens. Uh, what do you got yeah. in July, Andrew? <laughs> this is going to shock a lot of people. My pick is not a Marvel or a DC movie. Mm. <laughs> My pick is going to be Nope, the new... Uh, the Jordan Keenan, Peele. Or Jordan Peele, yeah. yeah. I almost said Keenan Peele, but I'm just combining <laughs> two people there. <laughs> yeah, but this is the new Jordan Peele movie. It it look it looks I shouldn't say look it there's nothing out about it but I absolutely loved Get Out mm. and as time has gone on I've gone back and I've watched uh, Us mm-hmm. and for as much as I don't like the ending of that movie like I really don't the rest of that movie is really good mm-hmm. it's really good mm. it just so, overreaches a little bit I just think it overreaches a little bit I think it's an incredible yeah. film I just think it tries to do too much uh, and doesn't succeed um, yeah but yeah but I but, think uh, Hayden Youngo is just oh, she's so oh she was crazy good in that movie yeah. but, there's yeah, a poster we got, uh, out for Nope there's a poster I don't mm-hmm. I, yeah. it tells me absolutely nothing but yeah, it's a, a cloud with a it's a cloud with kite strings on it so listen yeah. I mean do you need more than Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya you know what I mean like it's and Stephen Yeun Stephen Yeun yeah Stephen Yeun Kiki Palmer yeah. Kiki like, Palmer yeah this no I'm totally excited for this this actually is one of my um wild cards uh, will be nope um I'm oh, I'm nice. very very excited about nope so yeah glad, but I do like glad I said I have my last uh wild card is in this month so i'll let you guys talk just in case it's your number one uh my number actually alice you're next what is your uh your number one for july i really tried not to pick another marvel but i did (laughs) and i picked thor (laughs) thor love and thunder because and this one specifically because a it's taika watiti and as a proud member of the aunz region um Mm -hmm. Yay. Um, And also (laughs) Thor Ragnarok is just great. It was also filmed here. I know people that have worked on this movie. So I was talking the other day with someone who worked on um, the visual effects because a lot of the visual effects houses they use, uh, Marvel uses are in Melbourne. Um, And what they were telling me was just like, like they didn't tell me anything, but they told me like enough to get me really excited. And, I just, and I mean, how much can we talk about this? Because I mean, it's not a spoiler because nothing's come out, but they have obviously Natalie Portman was at Comic Con, right? We right. all know this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so she's going to be Lady Thor. And that mm-hmm. is like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited for Lady Thor. And the fact that they've got Natalie Portman back and like, you know, it's going to be the AUNZ humor that I love so much and Taika Waititi. And I just, oh, and also Christian Bale as the villain, which is like, yes. Oh my goodness! It's going to mm-hmm. be so yeah, insane. Christian Bale in yeah. the MCU. Uh, you yeah. know that's that's they pretty did amazing. It. As Gore the God Butcher. Um, yeah, so and, I'm very uh, excited. Yeah, I cannot wait because it, it's it's what am I trying to say? It's rumored Beta Ray Bill is going to be in this movie, so he is one of my favorite Marvel characters. So I can't wait to see what happens there. But also, don't forget we have not only the Norse pantheon. In mm. this movie, mm-hmm. the Greek pantheon is making their their entrance here as well. Wait, are they? So, I didn't know that. <gasps> oh, I thought everybody knew that. 
I don't know any oh, of what I you're talking about. You're mentioning <laughs> characters, and I don't. I like Greek something or well, other. I'm okay. like, what is this stuff? I have no. The clue. pantheon, you know, like you know, o- the Norse Zeus. pantheon, Odin, yeah. Thor, Loki, you know. Oh, okay, yes, well, the Greek, yeah, yeah. The Greek Wait, who's pantheon. Introduced? Yeah, like? like Zeus, Hercules. I thought <gasps> everybody knew that. I didn't know that. Another well, thing I'm about sorry. me is that, that, that could have been a really mytho- great. That, no, no, yeah. no. That's got me excited. I'm a huge mythology nerd. I'm I'm so into like ancient mythology, and this is yeah. oh my god! You've just got now. It's even more my anticipation. Well, you July. should look up. You should look up who uh, is a uh, who is a uh, some of the actors for the Greek. I'm gonna do film. that. I think I immediately think after be, following. I think podcast. you'll be excited. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, nice. Uh, so that was. That was your main pick. Uh, yeah. My main pick is also Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for this movie. Uh, plenty of others that we didn't mention that we could have that I'm excited about in July. Uh, I gave up on the the you know Despicable Me franchise a while ago, but Minions: The Rise of Gru uh, is also out in July. Um, then you've got uh, the companion to Nope. Apparently, this one's called Oh Hell No. Um, in that is, uh, that is Jack Black, uh, in that one. So we'll see what that's about. A bullet train seems really fun to me. This is a Brad Pitt action film. Um, so this could be, uh, yeah, that, that could take people by surprise. He hasn't done one of those in a while. Yeah. What has he, what, what's his action film? Has he ever been in an action, like ever been like an action star? Who? Brad Pitt. Uh, Fight Club? No, that's not an action movie. I mean, I get what There's you're saying, but yeah, yeah. Rip has been in action movies before. He's been in an action movie, hasn't he? I mean, look Come at on. Troy. Troy's an action Troy. movie. Yeah. I'll give you Troy. Look I'll give you Troy. Yeah, I'll World give you Troy. World War Z is an action movie. No, World War Z, yeah. no I won't give you yeah, World you War Z. He's, he's not like... <laughs> He's not being like Mr. Action Star in that movie. Anyhow, it's it's Bullet Train. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, Where the Crawdads uh, Sing uh, looks interesting to me. Uh, and then Black Adam. We haven't mentioned Black Adam, a DC movie. Wild card. Um, oh, that is your wild card. Go ahead. Talk That's about it. my last it. wild card. Yeah. Yeah. I've saved uh, two wild cards. No, I've got one left after this month, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was your uh, wild? Did you, did you say you had a wild card for this? It month? was nope. My wild card was nope. Love and oh, Thunder okay. was my main. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So yeah, Black Adam barely beat out Thor: Love and Thunder as my wild card. Nice. Uh, uh, and it's, it's funny enough. It's not even for the simple fact that uh, <laughs> that uh, I like I like Black Adam a lot. He's an amazing villain in the DC universe. But actually, it's a side character that's got me so stoked is because Dr. Fate is one of my all-time favorite comic book characters. And to see him finally get into the DC cinematic, whatever you want to call it, DCEU, Mm -hmm. is super exciting. Going to be played by Pierce Brosnan, which I'm all for. Um, Yeah, he. the, the interesting thing about Dr. Fate is that it's uh, whenever you put on this helmet, the helmet of Naboo, you become Doctor Fate. So it's not a person that's the superhero; it's the helmet that makes you a superhero. So anybody could be Doctor Fate. It's really really cool, and yeah, it looks like a really dark, sinister movie that's going to be in the DCEU. So yeah, because it's about the villain almost. I thought and he was like an antihero. He. 
for, you can make Black Adam an anti-hero, but for the most and part, and they he will. Is, <laughs> yes, for the for the most part, he is the main rival to Shazam. Yeah, because they both have Shazam powers. Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. Shazam. Yeah, I feel like every time that word's said, I just want to be like, Shazam! Shazam. It's, it's just a fun word. But yeah, fun no, word. that'll be interesting. Um, this yeah, is that's like my, the that's Rock's my last like main entrant. Yeah, this is like the Rock's main entrant into superheroism, right? Like, mm-hmm. like so after this, he can't really be in the MCU. So well, this I don't is know. Like, he's in the DC Super Pets movie that's coming out earlier this year. Uh, so. He's crypto. <laughs> of course. Right. Oh, I just right. found a, uh, an action movie Brad Pitt's been in. So. What is it? Tree of Life. Yes, very much an action movie. That I actually one. did find Non-stop. one though, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Yes, Smith. Yes, that's is a good. That's the that best, is, yeah, that's the best example. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, Mr. and yeah. Mrs. Smith is good. Besides example. Tree of Life, uh, besides Tree of Life, which is nonstop, pulse pounding yeah. action. Uh, all right, let's move God, into that movie. Never ended. I feel like I'm still <laughs> watching that movie to this day. <laughs> uh, you probably are. It's about life and all yeah. of it. Uh, it Whoa. takes your whole life Whoa. to watch it. Uh, yep. August, we will move into, and I think we are at uh, Alice starting us off. Alice, what's your August pick? My August pick is Beast. Mm-hmm. It's a oh three for three. Oh, oh nice! That. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I mean, Idris Elba, pretty much, he's fantastic. So and but also, it's a monster movie with a lion, and I mm-hmm. love a good monster movie and with a lion. So that'll freak me out. So I feel like this is going to be a freaky, really fun time where I'm going to mm-hmm. be holding on to my partner's hand and cutting off his blood blood circulation, mm-hmm. which is what you want. Sometimes <laughs> it's just fun to go see a really fun monster movie. Like Crawl was like meh, but the the actual like oh my goodness bits. They just every now and again you want one of those adrenaline pumping monster movies. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, beast. What's funny is you know with us being in the U.S. And you being in Australia, the it's we can be afraid of alligators. You can be afraid of crocodiles. None of us here have any reason to fear lions. But <laughs> is like, yeah, I, I, I'm. It, it, it's given me a lot of Ghosts in the Darkness vibes, which mm. I'm all for. I absolutely love that that uh, journal as well as the movie. So yeah, uh, and it's got Charlotte Copley and Idris Elba. Yeah, uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same. Uh, looking very much uh, forward to Beast. It should be a lot of fun. There wasn't really a lot else to choose from in August, as far as I could tell. Mm. Um, you've got... You they know, need to move some of July into August. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Samaritan is a Sylvester Stallone movie. Um, so that one's coming out. Bros is a Billy Eichner uh, the comedian Billy Eichner is uh, doing a comedy called Bros uh, that also comes out that month. Um, and then Owen Wilson and Michael Pena are in Secret Headquarters, which I believe is a superhero film uh, as well. So, um, But those were the only other real August choices that I saw. Uh, all right, let's move yeah. into September. Uh, speaking well, of movies. Expendables 4, but, you know, it's Expendables 4. It, yes, so. it's Expendable. Uh, moving into September, speaking of months uh, where there isn't much to talk about, except for probably one. Except for one. I, I was going to say, I bet we all have the same September as well. Um, it is my turn to start, so I will say yeah. it first. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 is supposed to come out in September of 2022. What, is not Puss in Boots 2? No, no, it is not. <laughs> it is not. Uh, it is Mission Impossible 7. I mean, how could you yeah. not? I mean, after how these yeah. movies just keep, keep better and it. better. I mean, Ooh. wow, a major surprise. Uh, so, 
We'll get to Alice's choice here shortly. Uh, but yeah, Mission Impossible is just one of those franchises that has kind of become uh, just can't miss. Just it's just how, do, you know, how does it get better every time? Yeah, it's like you just can't imagine how it keeps getting better, and yet it does. Um, so MI Six is genuinely like one of the best action movies ever made. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. I agree. Um. Uh, so, Andrew, I think it is your turn. If you want to talk a little bit more about Mission Impossible 7, you can. Otherwise, we'll throw it to Alice and find out no, what hers is. Let's throw it to Alice because I'm so curious. What's what's your uh, September pick? Mine is Don't Worry, Darling. Um, it is the oh. movie. It is directed by Olivia Wilde. It stars Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. And it's a high-concept sci-fi conspiracy film, which are three elements that I'm very on board for. Like Florence Pugh is one of my favorite actresses mm-hmm. at the moment. I don't really care about Harry, Harry Styles, but you know, he can be good. Um, Olivia Wilde, Booksmart was so great. So mm-hmm. she clearly has talent. And I am, give me a high concept sci-fi. You've got me in the cinema. And if it's good, like the, again, the trailer came out and just looked so creepy and weird. And, you know, it's basically about this girl who's been living in this like social experiment with her husband, but then it turns out that maybe everything about like, there's something not quite right about it. And it's just, oh my goodness, it looks so fascinating. I'm very, very excited for it. No, I'm with you. I, I was, it definitely piqued my interest. Um, so yeah, don't worry, darling, uh, is your pick also out in september um again not a ton you mentioned the puss in boots uh the last wish i believe is what that one is called uh you've got a salem's lot movie a horror movie actually a few horror movies dark harvest is another horror movie coming out uh distant um which is anthony ramos uh, naomi scott and zachary quinto um and this appears to be more of a sci-fi uh film from dreamworks uh, also coming out in September, um, but yeah. Other than that, uh, not a lot going on then. Uh, all right, let's uh, I, uh, you you could probably also mention White Bird, a Wonder Story. Sure, that yeah, could be really really good. Um, it's based on a graphic novel that's you know based on the Wonder book and movie that came out a few years ago, yeah. and it's set in like Nazi Germany, and it's about a Jewish girl that gets hidden by a boy who has like I think he has like a limp or something, and you know it's like it's a story that gets told in the in the in the book and stuff and it's the graphic novel is beautiful so i'm and helen mirren's in it i think so yeah it could be really good that uh, sounds like a super fun movie <laughs> yeah well we all have our different definitions time. of fun uh, for <laughs> sure uh all right let's move into october um so not a lot listed for october yet uh but there is definitely at least one interesting one uh, in October. And Andrew, we're back to you kicking it off. Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things, like, I guarantee you, whenever we actually get to, like, June or July of 2022, there's going to be so many movies that are going to be announced for the Mm. end of the year that we're like, oh, yeah, that definitely would have made my list, but, you know, that's just not how time works. That's right. (laughs) So... But, uh, yeah, there's absolutely something in October that's announced, and that's Into the Spider-Verse 2. Um, Into yep, the Spider-Verse too. took the world by storm whenever it was announced. Uh, one of the most amazing animated movies visually ever. The the choice to actually go with a comic book style and to try and bring that to life with... Um, different frame rates was so interesting like i think it, i think they said at the beginning of the movie miles is shot at like i think 
12 or 15 frames per second but as he's like becomes more adept with his powers they increase his frame rates frame rates of movement so like he gets smoother as it's just stuff like that like just super smart storytelling devices that are just so brilliant that's not even to mention how insanely funny into the spider-verse was mm-hmm. um an amazing cast i am all for getting back into this spider-verse uh alice you're next and it sounds like you had the same one of of course uh, yeah, yeah it just i'm so excited especially for where they take the animation i just there is some really interesting places we could go and the stories and the intertwined and who would have thought that spider-man would be coming out like the spider-man property is the one that's coming out with all these insanely amazing different storylines about Mm -hmm. multiverses and parallel universes and and achieving it you know and so i am definitely on board with everything andrew just said yeah i'm on board with both of you as well it is my choice uh to um spider-man across the spider-verse part one uh is what this movie is called and congratulations to the people at the spider-verse for understanding what Dune didn't understand, which is put part one in <laughs> part your marketing. <laughs> um, so yes, yes, uh, yeah. I'm I'm very excited uh, both for this movie and that they were intelligent enough to call it part one. Uh, yeah, that is October seventh is when that is currently scheduled, and you guys have said it all pretty well. I don't really have to add a ton, uh, but yeah, very excited for it. Uh, Halloween ends. Uh, yeah, right. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, that is October. <laughs> 14th um man the last halloween movie was terrible so so good it was so good <laughs> no uh aaron was a uh, spider versus your pick as well yes yeah it was okay it definitely was the how, only- how many uh wild cards do you have left i've got one left um okay and cool. I won't be using it until December. Spoiler. Uh, so October 21st is also Ticket to Paradise, which is a rom-com with Julia Roberts and George Clooney. So uh, Caitlin Deaver in there as well. So um, that one might be interesting too. All right, let's head into November. And then there was Hocus Pocus. As of today, it got added to this list. It wasn't oh, there yesterday okay. when I was looking at it. Yeah, yeah. it's Hocus a Halloween Pocus release, too. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, nice. that's getting coming out, and that could be could be good, could be awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll know. I think only people who grew up watching the original Hocus Pocus are like, yeah, spring back. I am one of them. Bet Miller. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's move into November. Um, yeah. Alice, you go first. What is your November pick? Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Yeah. I'm just, nice. I'm anticipating this because I have no idea. Like, I just, I have literally no idea. For obvious reasons, this Mm -hmm. has probably had to significantly change since the original plans, R.I.P. Chadwick. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I I have no idea. And so I'm so, I'm so, I'm anticipating it. I'm so excited for it because there are so many possibilities. I'm I'm so curious as to see where they go. Um, And so, yeah, I just, I'm just. I don't even know. There isn't really words I can say because it's like I literally have no idea what's going to happen here. All we know is the title and we know mm-hmm. that um, Shuri and the mom are coming back and I think Lupita Nyong'o is coming back and I'm just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, ve- I'm very anticipate anticipatory. That's not a word, but I'm anticipating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm with you. It's my choice as well. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, and there are other great choices this month, but um, mm. but that is the one I went with. If all these were placed in front of me, it is the one I would want to watch immediately. So 
Uh, that is my choice. Andrew, what about you? The Flash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, this isn't spoilers. Everybody knows this already, so I, I'm not like you know ruining it for people. Uh, you're gonna see it on the internet anyway. They're bringing back not only Ben Affleck as Batman. They're bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman too. Mm-hmm. So. Yay! 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 I'm getting a lot of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home vibes here, yeah. and uh-huh. I'm all for it. I'm like, okay, so Ezra Miller, are we going to get Grant Gustin showing up as so. Flash as well? That'd be fun. You know, mm-hmm. just so many possibilities. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited about it as well. Um, certainly uh, worth mentioning. I'm not surprised that uh, yeah. that's your most anticipated. Also, <laughs> it's directed by uh, Andy Muschietti, who, uh, as you all know, is an amazing horror director. He did the mm-hmm. It movies. He did, uh, uh, was it Mama? Is that how you, yeah, Mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, also, in November, Hello Award season, there's an untitled David O. Russell project uh, that stars Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, Zoe Saldana, Chris Rock, Timothy Oliphant, Michael Shannon, and more. Uh, I think Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift, Mike Myers also in there. So, uh, untitled uh, David O. Russell project that comes out in November. Kenneth Branagh has an untitled Bee Gees uh, biopic. Uh, so a biopic Ooh. of the Bee Gees that Kenneth Branagh is doing uh, that's due in November. I met Maurice Gibbs once. Uh, Spellbound, mm. which I assume is probably a remake of the Hitchcock movie, comes out on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, let's see what else is coming out. Um, there's more. The Fablemans. Uh, this is Steven Spielberg's next movie. He wrote and directed uh, called The Fablemans. It is a semi-autobiographical coming-of-age drama. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg uh, from a screenplay he wrote with Tony Kushner. Um, So uh, Seth Rogen, Paul Dano, Michelle Williams in that one. Creed 3 coming out in November. Michael B. Jordan coming back. Tessa Thompson. Felicia Rashad. My Rocky franchise. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Any others that you guys saw that you wanted to mention from November? Yeah, there's just so many movies that don't have release dates besides 2022 that yeah. I yeah. feel are slated for that November December. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Line. Yeah. So I'll, I'll throw one out just in case because I have a feeling it'll be a November, and that's Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah. and that's the new Scorsese yeah. movie. I I think I've, I've heard rumblings that it's going to be a late November, like a, a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. release for that yeah. one. So, yeah, that is yeah. that is one thing. We again, we know there will be a lot added to this, especially as we get later in the year. And there are a lot of like unslated movies that will be yeah. like Killers of the Flower Moon uh, that will probably come out this year. Um, so yeah, we we definitely know that's coming. Uh, but let's move on to December, and uh, I think I get to kick us off in December, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taking Avatar too. Uh, I mean, well, you're not taking it alone. <laughs> yeah, yep, I'm right there with you. Uh, I like. I joked about it in the opening, <laughs> but it is almost to the point where until I see it, I'm going to have a hard time believing it's actually happening because it has been like. A, when was it originally going to uh, going to be? Like when they first 2015. announced it. I think 2015. it was like 2015. Yeah. Like, and then I think they said like 2017. They're like, we're going to release. Movies back to back year, yeah, year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've yeah. apparently Liar. filmed two, two to five. Yeah, like that was the plan. Like you're but, gonna wait yeah. ten years, but then you're gonna get th- four all at once. <laughs> but here's, but here's, here's the thing. 
here's the thing. That gives me more confidence in this move. Like, there's just something about, like... They're not rushing it. The absolute Mm. uh, just control freakness of James Cameron, where it's like, I'm not putting this out till I feel like it looks perfect. Like, I'm not putting this Mm. out till the technology is exactly how I want it to be, till it's going to look amazing. Uh, There has been little to no buzz or um or like word of mouth about 3D in years. People just don't even talk about 3D movies really anymore. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling with this one if Cameron does what he I think he's going to do, people are going to be trying to figure out how to watch this at 60 frames per second in 3D like if he yeah. if he can sell uh, to the general public, there is an incredible viewing experience for you if you watch it at this kind of theater. Um, man, I think we we could be in for something really, really special. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it happens. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my instinct at least. But no, this is the only movie I can think of for like this entire year where as soon as tickets are available, I'm buying a laser IMAX ticket. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the highest. I, I highest mean, like, yeah. I possible. mean, Batman, Thor, Black Adam. They're, they're all going to be great. But so much about James Cameron, a seventh degree black belt, uh, is so, so stoked. It's just everything he does. And every single time somebody mentions James Cameron, I think about that Future Man episode where the, where the home automated system <laughs> yes. just is constantly giving yeah. him different accolades. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, if you haven't seen Future Man, that's my that's my buried treasure. Even though we're not doing buried treasure this week, <laughs> go watch Future Man. It's we one are of the doing shows buried ever. treasure. Yeah, this we week. are doing it. So go ahead. We and are. Go. It wasn't on. It wasn't in the email. It yes, sure it was. was. Okay, a, you just didn't okay. read all the way down. <laughs> that is okay. In fact, I even mentioned it at the top of the show. Uh, but but yes, you can save Future Man for your buried treasure, and we'll yeah. just go from there. Um, okay. So. Um, yeah, uh, excited about Avatar 2. You guys, go ahead and talk yeah. about it some more, Alice. I think this is the reason it's been so delayed, is I think this is James Cameron being like, nah, I have been disrespected too long by Marvel taking my most successful movie of mm-hmm. all time slots. Yeah. I'm taking it back, and this movie's not being released until I know it's guaranteed to hit that $3 billion amount. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so this is, I think that's part of the reason. I All I know, yeah, I think similar to you guys, we don't know anything. I think two or three images have been released. I know that there's a lot of... Sp- like it takes place a lot in or underwater or on top of water, well, kind of water world vibes, but good. What hopefully. they did, I guess, is like whenever they're like flying on the, uh, yeah. I forget what they call the dragon things, the little <laughs> yeah. Drake things. But uh, that's what they used all the underwater elements for is like they use like riding those uh, those things like they have them like. Hold mm. their breath and then go underwater to film like a a, a, a mocap version of like the elements like pushing up against them. So mm. I guess they all had to learn how to like hold their breath for a very long time in order to get mm-hmm. these shots and stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yep. I thought you were gonna say they that's what they spent all the time and money on was actually going to Pandora and just shooting it uh, at on Pandora. <laughs> at this point, um, yeah. James Cameron I would be has surprised. the money. He's built his own. He's uh, like, yep, this is my yeah. planet. It's at the Compass bottom of the Mariana's Trench. <sighs> yes. Uh, uh, str- but yeah. 
strangely enough, well, I guess I should do my, uh, I'll do my final. Um, Your wild card. Wild card, which is Babylon. I am so excited Ooh. for this movie. Um, this is Damien Chazelle's next movie. And uh, because he hasn't had something out in a while, you may have forgotten what a Damien Chazelle freak I am. Uh, but I absolutely adore him as a filmmaker. I think he is one of the most committed and interesting filmmakers making movies. And I'm excited to see what he does with this. I think the idea is basically. Uh, singing in the rain not the musical part of it but the idea of that time where movies went from silent to sound and kind of how that impacted the industry and he's got brad pitt and margot robbie and many many others olivia wilde uh spike jones toby mcguire gene smart um oh great they have samara weaving and margot robbie in the same movie i'm never gonna tell them apart <laughs> oh my goodness you know what that probably is I, a double, that, double something. Yeah. yeah, I bet that's like a voice double kind of thing. Like you know, um, yeah. mm. like where I, w- I wonder because you're right, they do look a lot, a, a lot alike. Those two. Um, yeah, so, and they're both uh, Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fair just enough. to make things easier for everyone else. Uh, so yeah, Babylon. I am pumped about. Uh, mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. As far as everything else coming out in December, uh, strangely enough, if Avatar 2 is also underwater on the same day, you've got the new Aquaman movie uh, slated. So that feels like somebody's going to bump that. Somebody's going to bump there, right? Like, I feel almost like. Yeah, I feel almost like Aquaman's like, also like, sure, we'll believe Avatar 2 is coming out here when Mm. when it actually happens and is just staying there until Avatar 2 bumps again. Yeah. but yeah, that's I can't imagine if Avatar two sticks on December sixteenth that Aquaman does as well. I would, I just I can't imagine they wouldn't move uh, Aquaman away. But yeah. who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll stay stay firm. Uh, there's also a untitled Mario film uh, coming out December twenty. Oh, it's gonna be called Super beep, Mario Bros. Beep, 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 beep. It's got a title. Uh, does it have a title? Super Mario Bros. Mm. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Chris. It's gonna Pratt, be terrible. Anya Taylor Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black. Lots of great talent. Lots of great talent uh, there. Uh, Chris Pratt's going to be Mario. Listen, I'm anything can happen. I Listen, you don't know about casting until you see the movie, right? Like, I mean, we all think we're casting directors. As an Italian, know. this could be a hate crime. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's true. You Have are you an seen Italian. The original, have you seen the original Mario movie with... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> that is then, also a hit crime. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got a biopic of uh, Whitney Houston coming out called I Want to Dance with Somebody. Um, that's mm. coming out in December, and, uh, and that'll kind of finish up the year. So there you go. There are our 15 movies uh, that we each picked, uh, one from each month and three wild cards. I will tell you, as we go into our top threes, there were only six movies of all of our top uh, 15s that we all had. We shared six <laughs> movies uh, of the entirety of 2022. For our main picks. For, no, including for wild cards. including wild cards. Uh, there were only Whoa. six of them that all three of us had in our 15. Um, so uh, just so you know, that's a nice diverse list that we came up with here. Um, it gets me excited for the possibilities of the, you know, how amazing it could be. Like 2023 has the potential to, or I mean, 2022 has the potential <laughs> to be like one of those uh, amazing years in film. Could be. Could be. We shall see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Uh, all right, let's go number three to number one. Um, Andrew, why don't you kick us off? Uh, what is your number three anticipated movie of the year? My number three most anticipated movie of the year is Nope. Okay. You got Nope in at number three. Uh, Alice, what about you? 
My number three is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange at number three. My number three. We're going to have no crossovers. (laughs) (laughs) It might happen. It might happen. Uh, my number. I actually have a. I have. I have an inkling. We may have a clear number one, but we'll we'll see. Uh, my number three is Mission Impossible Seven. Um, really looking mm. forward to that. That comes in at my number three. All right, number twos. What do you got at number two, Andrew? <laughs> the Northman. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I my... never saw that even coming. That's amazing, uh, Alice. What do you got at number two? Mine's Avatar 2. Avatar 2 at number two. My number two anticipated movie of the year is Lightyear. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that one. (laughs) And our number ones, Andrew, what do you got? The Batman. The Batman is your number one anticipated movie of the year. Alice, what do you got? Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder, my most anticipated movie of the year is Avatar 2. Uh, oh, there we go. Two. Yeah, two I think that'll... Two out of three. It, it is one of the six that all three of us chose. It is my number one and Alice's number two. Uh, I think we could probably all agree, as diverse as this mm-hmm. list has been, I think that of the three of us probably uh, would be at the yeah. top. Everybody good with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there and you Avatar go. Avatar 2 was, was my number one until uh, Andrew said about the Greek pantheon and I had to flip him. So, yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Nice. There you go. The official most anticipated movie of 2022 for Sif Pop is Avatar 2. We'll see how many years in a row Avatar 2 <laughs> nice. is the most anticipated movie for Sif Pop. Uh, but I think it might happen. I think it might actually happen this year. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. By the way, if you it. want to know the They're six. Really uh, the six movies that we all had on our list of 15, Avatar 2, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, Beast, Doctor Strange, The Batman, and Death on the Nile. Uh, those were the the six that we all had somewhere on our list. So there you go. All right. Let's move into Buried Treasure. Uh, yeah. Andrew, why Ooh, don't you- Can I just, um, before we do that, can I just mention two that don't have dates yet, but sure, I am yes, excited Sure, yes. Please do. For. Please do. Yes. Um, one was Chicken Run 2, because oh, okay. that Ooh, movie- I'm, I'm yeah, down. Yeah, I'm excited. It's Ardman and it's Chicken Run. Chicken Run, yeah. literally like my childhood again. Yeah, totally. It's and great. then a similar line, Disenchanted. So the sequel to Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's- slated for next year they don't have dates yet but i if they had they would have been in this conversation yeah, yeah totally totally yeah. uh all right moving on to buried treasure andrew what do you want to talk about what's that one thing in any area of pop culture you want to make sure people know about <laughs> my buried treasure is season two of the witcher <laughs> nice oh. yeah surprise you guys thought i was gonna get you with future man nope it's season two of the witcher oh i haven't seen uh, it yet is it is it as good as the first I I think I like season two more. Just because season I felt season one as amazing as it was, it was trying to familiarize the audience with this world, with Nilfgaard and Sintra and stuff like that. Where here I feel like once you get to care more and which is where like all the witchers live, like this is when the story itself is starting to flourish and blossom and stuff. You're getting more in-depth looks into the characters like Yennefer and Geralt and Ciri and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's strikingly beautiful. Like, it might be, like, one of the most beautifully shot and, like, executed 
uh, shows Netflix has ever done. Like, and it may just be because like I actually downloaded the episodes instead of streaming them, so like the quality of the episodes is that much more like vibrant and cl- crystal clear. But man, some of these shots are just gorgeous. So yeah, if you like season one of The Witcher. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler to say, but if you're, if you've seen season one, how it's shot non-linearly, mm-hmm. this one is, it's all linear. So oh, okay. Cool. It's a lot easier to follow too. So can I ask Andrew, do you recommend to watch the movie that Netflix released before Nightmare of the Wolf before diving into season two? That is not necessary, but I've just been a huge fan of the Witcher series from the first time I played the games a long time ago. So anytime I get a chance to like dive into that world, it, it's not necessary. You're going to get a little bit more... Uh, <coughs> sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. <laughs> that was that was perfect timing right there, I'll tell you what that was. But uh, no, with Nightmare of the Wolf, you get a better understanding of who Vesemir is, which is mm. the guy who trained Geralt. Right. Um, but again, not necessary. But it's okay. it's fun. I liked it. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, the Witcher on Netflix, I believe. Season two just yep. dropped recently. Uh, I will go next. I checked out a little bit of MacGruber on Peacock, the new TV Ooh. show based on I didn't the know it was out already. SNL sketch based on the movie. And more based on the movie than the SNL sketch this is. Uh, in fact really feels like MacGruber 2, the movie. It's that good. Like, it has everybody from the movie. Um, it's exactly the same kind of humor. If you enjoy the MacGruber movie, if it's been become a cult classic for you and you laugh at it, you're going to have a good time with this TV show um, because that is exactly what's going on here. And I am one of those people. I think it's really, really funny and am enjoying it quite a bit. So I wanted to throw nice. that out there. That is just on Peacock, though. So uh, you need to check that out there. That is MacGruber. Uh, Alice, what is your buried treasure? My buried treasure is a game, uh, a PS5 game. Well, I played it on the PS5. It might be available elsewhere. Um, It is Life is Strange True Colors. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the Life is Strange games, um, but they're basically like... um, you play someone who has a some kind of superpower and you play through an event in their life and then you have to make choices. So it's one of those like, you know, you get presented with a choice and that impacts the storyline of the game. Now, this one is about a girl and she goes to this like uh, sleepy sort of Colorado town to stay with her brother after being in a... Um, I think it's like a mental institution or something for a little while because she, her power is that she's an empath. So she's able to not only feel the feelings of others, she can also experience. So for example, if they were around an object or something and they felt a strong emotion, she can then also experience the emotion and the context behind it. And then as you go through the game, she starts to be able to also alter emotions. So the game, you know, and then, Within that, the storyline takes this, like, cool, like, mystery, murder mystery, like, big corporate conspiracy storyline. And I'll tell you this much. I've played lots of games with lots of action and, like, big climaxes. I've never felt more stressed in my life than when I had to make these choices where it was literally like, what do you think I should do? And then it has the two options in front of me. And I was literally, like, squirming on my couch being like, I don't know. What's the right (laughs) choice? I don't want to screw up everyone's life. So Are the choices timed? 
Um, no, they're not timed, so you do oh, have time. Oh, thank God. Yeah, so you literally can just kind of, but, you know, it highlights that the color is highlighted based on um, which one you're on. And I'm just like, I don't want to make the wrong choice. I don't want to make the wrong choice. It's just, but then it's cool because it's got this, like, power element and the, the visuals are just, this yeah. is why if you have a PS5, I would recommend playing it on that because they are just Oh my goodness, the co- the colors, ironically enough, are just so beautiful. The imagery, the the like vistas, um, and just it's like I cried by the end of the story. I was just a sobbing mess. I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. Um, so yeah, do do recommend if that's the sort of game that sounds good to you. If you want a game that will make you question your entire existence and cry and cry and cry, do I have yeah. a game for you? They need to rename <laughs> Life is Strange because I've played them too. It's just Existential mm. Crisis, the game. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, but they are yeah. shockingly beautiful, and I hear that life. Uh, this new one, the uh, true colors, uh, yeah. the color, yeah, true colors is just one of the most gorgeous games any, yeah. anybody's ever made. Well, that's yeah. Square Enix, you know. Square Enix, they just they know colors. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there you go, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. MacGruber uh, was mine. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, life is strange. True colors is on the PS5. MacGruber is on Peacock. And The Witcher is on Netflix. Uh, we did it, guys. We did a podcast. Woo. Congratulations. Whoa. I'm proud of you all. Uh, you you all have done very, <laughs> very well today. Proud of you. Uh, thanks so much for joining us for Sif Pop Today. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows on the network at studiodna.media or by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. Huge thanks to Andrew for hanging out again today. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, big thanks to producer Phil for producing the audio and video show. Woohoo! And thank you to Drew for doing some uh, visuals for the mm. video show. Oh, yeah, buddy. And thank you to <laughs> Alice hanging out with us. Uh, Alice, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you want to send people um, to see what you've done on the internets? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, you can always check out my reviews and articles on uh siftpop.com I have well now in, in the timeline I've just released um, or I'm a, we're about to release the review for Spider-Man No Way Home which I wrote um, but when this comes out it's likely that I'm about to or we have just released my review for Morbius so that's oh, nice. the most recent one um, then I also am on Letterboxd and Instagram at Ali G Mick M-I-C-H um, and in around Christmas what I do is I watch a different Christmas movie every single day um, and I then like review it and so you can watch that on my stories and I do have it as a highlight so you can go back and watch and I do also have my checklist uploaded so you can go back and, and kind of keep that for future years um, but you know I have some really good ones left in the year I've got the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol I've got Grinch, and of course, the greatest Christmas film of all time, It's a Wonderful Life. So yes. I'm very excited for that. Yes, very <laughs> nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, check all that out. Uh, Alice does great stuff. I think your Spider-Man review went live today. I was reading it a little bit, oh. uh, and it's great stuff, great stuff. Go check that out at sifpop.com uh, if you want to read that. Uh, also, thank you to our Sif Pop members who help us out. Starts at three bucks a month, um, and some levels get the bonus episodes. Other levels get monthly video hangout. Just kind of check out the different levels wherever you want to be. It just means a ton to us that you would even consider helping us out. That's at patreon.com slash siftpop. Uh, you can also comment, rate, leave a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also email us if you have anything you want to say. Feedback. 
feedback at siftpop.com is where you would do that. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like the show too, so let them know about it, and that listening is much easier than waiting this long for me to finally say... Patient. We will be back next week with more movie stuff, and uh, I think we've got the uh, Critics' Choice Awards coming out, and we've got our Sifties uh, that we will be doing mm. uh, pretty soon here as well. So thanks again, and we'll catch you for all that stuff later. Bye. 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 Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.